millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Right Lane, a podcast of the Tampa Bay Times. Each week, Times reporter Lane DeGregory discusses her stories and answers your questions. The focus is on craft. My name is Maria Corlo, and I'm the Enterprise Editor at the Times. If you're a regular listener or a fan of Lane's, or both, you're likely familiar with a series that published late last year called Lincoln Shot. It was about a boy with a terminal illness whose family was trying to keep him alive long enough to give him a chance at a miracle cure. Unfortunately, Lincoln DeLuna didn't get his shot. But that wasn't the end of his story. We caught up with the family recently. Today's topic, Lincoln, nine months later. Lincoln wanted to see the ducks. Not the fat ones in that video on his iPad or the cartoon ones in his book about farm animals. He wanted to visit the real ones waddling around the pond. I want to go driving, Lincoln signed from his bed that afternoon in late August. I want to go feed the ducks. Now. His parents, Maggie Hoyle German and Anthony DeLuna, looked at each other and laughed. Lincoln can't talk because he's on a ventilator. But in the last eight months, ever since he turned five, he's become much more communicative and demanding. He's learned to sign 200 new words with his thin fingers. He figured out how to strum a ukulele to get their attention. He just started kindergarten with a teacher who comes to his home. He gained 10 pounds and so much stamina. Lincoln DeLuna was born with a hereditary genetic disorder that affects only 1 in 50,000 boys. The disease, X-linked myotubular myopathy, prevents his body from producing a protein that makes his muscles move normally. He can't breathe, swallow, sit up, or lift his head. He needs constant care, someone to suction his saliva so he doesn't choke. He was expected to die before he turned two. In December, the Tampa Bay Times published an eight-part series Lincoln shot and produced a documentary about his journey through a clinical trial that might have cured him. His parents had spent his whole life trying to keep him alive long enough to get that dose of gene therapy, sheltering him so he wouldn't get sick, only leaving home to see doctors. But after Lincoln's liver showed signs of damage, doctors dropped him from the trial. His parents had to abandon their hope that everything would change. I spent a long time grieving what might have been, Maggie said, but eventually it became almost liberating. Like, you only get one life to live, so you might as well live it. After the story ran, a hundred strangers contributed more than $20,000 to the family's medical fund. Lincoln's parents were able to buy a generator to keep his machines running when the power goes out and save them from racing to the hospital each time. They bought him a customized wheelchair so he can sit up, sometimes for an hour a day. A temple couple also donated a handicapped accessible van. Instead of lying on the floor of their old minivan, Lincoln now can ride in his new wheelchair and look out the windows. Instead of hoping for tomorrow, Lincoln's parents are living for today. We're basically taking the chains off, Anthony said. 
Since we don't have to keep him safe for that clinical trial, we can focus on him not missing out on anything else. They drive Lincoln to the discount store five below so he can pick out stickers. They wheel him through Walgreens to look at toys. On Friday nights, they often park his chair on the edge of the food court at Armature Works so he can see all the people and their dogs. But his favorite destination is right down the road. Now, Lincoln signed again to his parents that August afternoon. I want to go feed the ducks now. Can you hear me? Maggie and Anthony both work full-time for Humana from home. But for months, they battled over government insurance. Federal funds help support Florida's Healthy Kids program, but each state decides what to cover. Because Lincoln's disease is so rare, it's not included in Medicaid waivers for the Sunshine State. So when Lincoln turned five in December, he lost funding for round-the-clock nursing. He stopped getting physical, speech, and occupational therapy. And his parents had to take shifts sitting up with him all night. In March, Maggie and Anthony took Lincoln to Tallahassee, trying to convince lawmakers to include his disorder in the waiver. But the bill died. They kept pushing. Ultimately, a psychiatrist who evaluated Lincoln determined that, since he's nonverbal and on life support, he could qualify for coverage under the category Other. He now is full-time nursing and unlimited therapy again. He's getting so much more mobile, Maggie said. He's even making up these little dance moves. While the nurse suctioned Lincoln's mouth and Maggie wriggled her son into shorts, Anthony rolled the wheelchair to the side of the bed and set the brakes. He tipped back the seat, folded a thin blanket into it, loaded the portable ventilator below. All right, Lincoln, he said. You ready to go driving? Lincoln lifted his right thumb slightly. Okay, said Anthony, sliding his arms beneath his son's slender back. One, two, and three. Carefully, he carried the boy to the wheelchair. He adjusted clamps around Lincoln's head, slid out armrests to support his weak hands, and strapped a plastic brace around his torso to help him stay upright. Good, asked Anthony. Now the air. He counted again, and on three, removed the ventilator from Lincoln's throat, then quickly inserted the one from the portable machine. You feel good? Anything hurt? He asked. Lincoln signed, get bread. Do we even have bread? Maggie asked. We have English muffins, said Anthony. Do ducks eat English muffins? Maggie asked. Lincoln mouthed, yes. Okay, said Maggie, wheeling him into the kitchen. Then come help me get the English muffins. Maggie rode Lincoln into the van, which Anthony calls Big Red. They strapped in his chair. Anthony raised the ramp. About a mile down the road, he pulled into a church parking lot, and they unloaded Lincoln. All right, the ducks are way down there, Maggie said, pointing. Lincoln followed her finger, then signed, There he is! A fat black one with the red bill was waiting along the shore. When it saw Lincoln, it sauntered over, expectant. Here he comes! He's coming, see? asked the nurse. Maggie tore the English muffin into pieces and helped lift Lincoln's arm so he could toss the bread into the grass. Good job, baby, good job, she cooed. See, he likes it. You were right. They were starting to turn back when Lincoln saw another duck and a bunch of babies on the other side of the street. He signed, feed the babies. So Maggie ran into the middle of the road and held up both arms to stop traffic. Anthony pulled Lincoln's wheelchair up a berm, pushed it across two lanes of asphalt, then lowered it to the sidewalk on the other side. Oh my goodness, Anthony said. Look how many there are. Seven ducks, an ibis. Some ducks and an ibis came toward Lincoln. Some had brown heads, some white. A whole family, Lincoln signed, then held out his hands for bread. Anthony kept asking if he was hot, if bugs were biting him. Maggie kept asking if he was tired. Lincoln shook them off, smiling, tossing bite after bite to the birds. 
the clinical trial went on without Lincoln. The San Francisco Biotech Company that manufactures the gene therapy treated 12 boys ages 9 months to 6 years. Matt Patterson, who founded Audentes, said the results have been extremely encouraging. Many of those boys are hitting standard milestones already, sitting unassisted, holding their heads up on their own, Patterson said in late August. Four of the boys are off ventilators. They can make noise, cry, and best of all, Patterson said, they can breathe. Over the next few months, his company will give the shot to four more boys. He hopes the Food and Drug Administration will approve the product by 2021. Then, he said, individual doctors and insurance companies will decide who gets a dose. If Lincoln's liver has improved and his doctor decides he could withstand the treatment, eventually he might be eligible, Patterson said. It's not clear what effect the treatment would have on a boy over six. Lincoln is no longer visiting the University of Florida clinic that was participating in the trial. But his liver has improved, Maggie said. He's going to get another MRI this fall. He hasn't been hospitalized in almost a year. She's not holding out much hope that he will someday get gene therapy. She stopped checking on dentist's website for updates. On Facebook, she unfriended other moms whose sons have the same disorder. She didn't want to see the boys had been dosed, now crawling, or hear them say mama. And she can't bear to read about those who have died. Every once in a while, she logs onto a webpage for a French company called Dynacure. Scientists there are working on a different type of treatment for boys like Lincoln. That might not come for another two years. Lincoln was tired when they got back to the house. He'd been strapped upright in his wheelchair for almost an hour. But before his mom took off his brace, before his dad carried him to bed, before the nurse plugged the feeding tube back into his stomach, he wanted to dance. His parents looked at each other and laughed. Alexa, said Maggie, play Taylor Swift's Shake It Off. As soon as the music began, Lincoln started shaking his knees. Then he added his arms, slightly flapping his elbows, and his hands shaking at the wrists, all time to the beat. He'd watched his parents' moves as they sang to him in the living room, and had adapted them to what he was able to do. Maggie got up from the couch and did the twist beside him. Anthony called, shoulder rolls. Lincoln tried. He knew all the lyrics and mouthed along. I keep cruising, can't stop, won't stop moving. It's like I got this music in my mind saying, gonna be all right, because the player's gonna play, 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 and the hater's gonna hate, 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 hate. Baby, I'm just gonna shake, 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 shake. I shake it off. I shake it off. Is that the first time you've had the, you've quoted t Taylor Swift in a story? I decided I was not gonna try to sing it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, I love hearing you read the stories out loud because I like usually so for those who haven't been listening or um we we tend to we always finish up a story by my reading it out loud it's just a like a habit and Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Um, I find it very helpful as an editor to kind of make that be the last part of the process. So we'll we'll sit side by side and I'll read it out loud. And I read it out loud because I don't want Lane to put the emphasis where she thinks, you know, 
if she's reading it, she's going to put an emphasis where she thinks it, it's there. But if I'm reading it, I'm a cold reader and I'm, I'm just reading it how, how it's hitting me. But, but now that we're done with the process, it's always fun to hear you, you tell the story and, and listen to you. And I always find when I'm reading it back, there's something I wish I'd changed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can't read again. (laughs) So our guy is still around and we um, wanted to catch up with him. And um, I don't know, it's like, it's, it's hard with, with Lincoln because I still feel like his life is so tenuous. I mean, like, it's just hard to, you feel like you've got to catch up with him. We feel like we got people invested in his story and we, and we have to follow it through and see, hopefully there's a, there's a happier ending down the road. Well, and you know, maybe the happy ending isn't what anybody was hoping for, but that family seems so much happier now. Right. Just, yeah, that's true, right? You know, it's not all pressures off banging on whether or not this is going to happen or when this shot's going to come or whatever. It's like, let's enjoy life with our little boy. And there was so much, so much tension around waiting for the shot. And, exactly. And trying to keep him healthy. And there's tension anyway about, is he going to even keep breathing for today? You know, is his right. feeding tube going to misfunction? Is something going to happen with the ventilator? So I, I, I don't want to take credit as the story, but I think part of, of what's, um, when, after the story came out, all these people wanted to come and meet Lincoln. And Maggie and Anthony were incredibly generous about inviting them to their home, not just like send some money to the GoFundMe, you know, but you want to come meet Lincoln? He'd love to meet you. So all of a sudden where his whole world had been nurses and doctors before. He's got all these other families and, and neighbors and people with kids coming to meet him and see him and bringing him gifts from... Kind some, of opened up their world. Oh, really uh, brought the world into his living room. And I, then I think the other side of that was they're like, okay, we're going to bring him out. And having the van and the wheelchair made a big giant difference in just getting him out. And it's, I mean, I remember from my own kids and any people who, anyone who's a parent and remembers is watching your child sort of absorb the world for the first time. And Lincoln's, he's a brilliant, brilliant, bright little boy. And so watching him get to watch the world from within the world instead of an iPad has just been really joyous, you know. So you you had caught up with him, just sort of like to a little bit of the backstory here. We wanted to just update how he was doing. And you talked to him on the phone and Maggie and Anthony kind of gave you an update. And you and John Pendergraf went over to spend some time with them. And, and yeah, there was this, you came back with like, they, there was almost like a sense of relief, um, just kind of much more laid back. Um, and then you needed to go see, <laughs> you wanted him to actually leave the house, right? That was like, we were, we were trying to find a frame for this story. Yeah, we went, first we were going to go to his like first day at kindergarten. And then we were like, we'd seen him with the homeschool preschool teacher, you know, we, we kind of told Maggie and Anthony, we want to see him out in the world. And she, Maggie's a prolific Facebooker, which is great. So we knew he'd been getting out and doing stuff, but we were like, we have to tag along, you know, you got to let us come in the new big red van and see him doing his thing. So, um, and that, I mean, that is, I mean, one of the nice things I think, um, not only giving his story attention, but the fact that so many people came to help them. And then after this story too, right? Absolutely. And other people donated another thousand dollars after the story read to the fund. And then um, maybe the the not best thing for Maggie and Anthony, but the best thing is like a, throwing something out there into the universe. The grandmother of a little boy who lives in the next county over who has a similar disease called me and asked if she could talk to Maggie because they wanted to get the same kind of waiver because he'd lost his insurance coverage, too. So Maggie's now able to help this other family get nursing coverage and therapy coverage for their kids. So that's pretty cool too. Lincoln has really changed, right? I mean, he like he, he looks so different now. 
He looks like a little boy now, like a little really kindergartner. Long. He's taller. He's much heavier. Like he doesn't look like he's going to break. You know, he's got he put on weight and uh, got a he's just attitude. so interactive in his attitude and he's so observant of everything. Yeah, it was just really a joy to see him. And what? Um, okay, so we talked about you know one of the challenges for us in, in this story is uh, how much do we repeat? Now we, uh, I mean, we're sort of counting on people who pick up the story and want to read it are probably people who got invested early on. So we're trying not to overdo it with too much detail of, of before. Um, but also we were, t- so, you know, people who know any bit of Lane's work know that she comes back with a lot of great reporting. So in this story, um, like every story you have more than we need. <laughs> and we were t- always, always. <laughs> and we were talking about like being really selective on when we had Maggie, talking about where they were and when we had Anthony talking about where we were and where they were sort of emotionally and sort of separating it and not having it all come at you at once. Um, so we sort of streamlined a little bit of that to try to pace it out. As in we, Maria means she. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, it was, I, I kind of, they, kinda Maggie and Anthony, they're so quotable and they they're are. so introspective and thoughtful and intelligent it's it's like a dream to interview people like that you know and um so they both had these really insightful things to say about like you know we're, we're getting them out in the world we're doing this we're making up for lost time we're gonna you know and all these quotes i had piled in this one really lush and dense section and maria was like yeah we need to prune this a little bit but i think it came out so much stronger it, it wasn't like hearing everything they had to say, it was just enough to let the readers make their own takeaway, you know? So thank you for saving me from myself. <laughs> and you, so yeah, you, you really got the, the, the sort of the, we weren't we're doing an update story, but the update story was kind of freedom. I mean, they have, they had let them themselves go. They write, they weren't, they're kind of, they're living for the moment, which is interesting because he hasn't been ill. Like he, like he was, he was deathly ill that last year that we were following him he was, it was very tenuous. Yeah, I asked Maggie, I said, am I doing the calculations right? Is he, is he not been in the hospital for a whole year? And she was like, oh my God, knock on wood quickly. She's like, I didn't even realize it was that long, you know, that they've actually been, I'm going to knock on wood again down. They've been yeah. kind of out of the emergency world with him for a while now and got him stabilized. What was it like hanging out with him again? Did it feel natural? Did it feel like... It uh, felt totally natural. I mean, I, I think... The best thing anybody's ever said to me as reporters, we forget you here because we feel like you're part of our family, you know, and that's what it felt like again. It felt like going back to your favorite cousin's house that you hadn't seen in months and catching up with everything. And Lincoln, Lincoln loves John, by the way, the photographer, and he was so happy to see John. And, uh, he loves nice you to too. Yeah. yeah, John. John found this real fun little way to play Nerf football with Lincoln that he adored. You know, Lincoln always wants to show me stuff or tell me stuff, but he likes playing. Nerf football with John, and uh, he doesn't have a lot of guys in his life. You know, his dad's amaze balls, but most of the nurses and the people that come by, and so I think it was really fun to see him with John again too. And being in kindergarten, I mean, you, you know, from being a parent, it makes a difference. There's a huge growth between preschool and kindergarten, and he's just starting to hit that arc, you know. And and I, and I think having this concept that some of the things he's only seen on videos or in books are actually real out there in the world. And so that's kind of like a mind blowing thing to watch through his eyes. And to see him sitting up is pretty amazing now. Like, because I mean, that was one of the challenges for the photographer too. We shot him, I mean, being bedridden for the most part, um, it's, it's kind of hard to get something different and now being able to see him sort of out in the world and 
Yeah, not even bedridden, like not be able to turn your head or, you know, he was so at a fixed location of watching the ceiling or looking through his mirror. And now he's when when he is able to be upright in the wheelchair, it's got like a a literally completely different perspective for him. So how does it I mean, do you feel like this is like you've spent a long time with this family? Um, uh, But this this story felt like you had something more to tell still. Right. Do you feel like you've told it all now? No, I felt like I still don't. I don't even know if I want an ending anymore, but I feel like I, ne- I still haven't had an ending. You know, not the, 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 not the best ending. Yeah, the that. finality of like, okay, you're not going to get the clinical trial was a horrible ending, you know. And so I tried to end that first uh, series with the hope that she's still looking for clinical trials and that might still be out there. And, and I realized eight months, nine months later visiting them, that's not so important to them anymore. You know, it's not anymore about finding the next clinical trials. It's like, can we go feed the ducks? Can we go out to dinner Friday night? Can we, you know? Well, I could, I mean, you could see how that mindset is liberating. I mean, after you've been focused so much and I mean, they are intense people and they are, you know, they're going to, they're going to do whatever they can, but it also seems like there's not anything right there within their grasp anymore. Like, you know, when he was in a trial, it was, it was there and it was, I mean, they had how many times, three dates. I mean, they were ready. Yeah. So their bags uh, were packed for four months to go do this thing. Yeah. But so you don't want the ending you want hasn't come yet. Yeah. Like I'm saying, I don't even know if I want an ending at this point in time. This was kind of like a new beginning. It felt like, and it was really nice to also like as a parent to be able to interact with your kid in the world versus just keeping them alive. It just felt like they were much more um, joyous as a family. So we'll include um, the series link on our podcast page. If you haven't read the story, you might want to back up and read the series first. Uh, if you have a question for Lane about the story, uh, about the whole Lincoln Shot uh, series or this follow-up, or you want to suggest a podcast topic, please email it to writelane at tampabay.com. That's W-R-I-T-E-L-A-N-E at tampabay.com. Join us next week on Wednesday morning for the next podcast. This podcast was produced by Marta Asensio-Rhine. Music was composed and performed by Dan DeGregory. Thanks for listening. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.